You are now listening to the Red Ape Island Podcast. You are now tuned into the Red Ape Island Podcast. Yay! What the f*** is the Red Ape Island Podcast? Ooh, ooh, ah. Welcome to the Red Ape Island, y'all. And this is a Max Life on the Red Ape Island. Check it out. Rich House Records. Take a look in my eyes and see what I see. Lifestyle. Can you look in my life and see what I see? With Max Style. Take a look in my eyes and see what I see. It's the lifestyle. Can you look in my All the pain that we've been through Down since day one Even with the shit that we went through Now you done with all the excuses Tired of all the abuses My good side says change But the other side so ruthless I'm sorry All the pain that I brought to you and all of the family Looking deep in my soul for the answers And still I can't stand me If I only knew what I know now Trying to change you, change me But I'ma make it back to me somehow If you could only see what I can see As we go, yeah, okay. just um, send me the link when you're all done that way I can promote it too. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. So, uh, I'm here with Mr. Max Styles himself, man, huh? Yeah, yeah. what it is, partner. And you know, uh, it's the Red Ape Island, man. It's a podcast. We just uh, promote a lot of positivity, reminding uh, reminding the people uh, you already winning. You know what I mean? Like, just keep doing what you've been doing. Um, just shit like that, man. Affirmations. Just reminding, us, reminding ourselves that, you know what I mean? We only hear it because we can keep winning every day. You know what I mean? Just to keep that positive outlook on things. And whatever you like to do, do it. That's one of the main things about depression. People be depressed and then, hey, have you been doing the shit that you really like to do, though? You know what I'm saying? And people don't be doing that because they're trying to fit into what society wants. Yeah, where they feel comfortable how other people look at them. You know what I mean? The fuck I went through that. the same thing. I went through the same thing. In fact, uh, the reason why I'm here today is because of uh, some of the... I wrote the book that I told you about that we're going to get into later. I was miserable in this book. I was just, I wasn't able to do the things I wanted to do. So uh, when I found that happy, I wanted to hold on to it. Right. And being happy is so powerful. Now I'm the happiest I've ever been. I give all my money to Mag's wife, but I'm happy. That's you know it. Hey, happy wife, happy life, though, Mag. You know, you know how that goes. My ex-wife. Uh, she get all the money. But, hey, but, uh, hey, hey you know. It's worth it. It's worth, yeah, it's worth it, though. My, you piece have it. And my piece of mind is so worth it. And that's all it's about, man. You know, because you can't put no, you can't put a price on that, man. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no value as far as money when it comes to your peace of mind and your, your, 
just finding you and enjoying you. You know what I mean? That's 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 the main part of my podcast too. Like recognizing you and fuck what everybody else think. If you be you, because if you can't be you, who the fuck else gonna be you? So I'm right there with you, man. And I, I promote the same message, just in a different way. Right, right, right. <laughs> and that's why I want to touch in on some of this, you know, because you know, um, the island hasn't touched in on this, but we all grow, man. I'm, th- I'm going on 38. I'll be 38 in September. Um, you know, uh, hell, my kids are old enough to have sex, so it ain't like it's nothing, you know what I mean, to be hiding. So just want to kind of, I guess, open up a door that maybe some people have been scared to knock on, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Just go ahead, open it up for them, let them know, hey, ain't nothing to be scared of. If this is what you want to know about, this is what you're interested in, live it. You know what I mean? And maybe I can talk to my man, Mac, and he can give you some insight on kind of the questions you may want to know or you know what to expect if you're gonna kind of experience or dabble in this lifestyle you know what i mean i'm right i'm right there with it man anytime you want to throw some questions your way at me or you get some feedback from this and i wish you would have touched on that don't be scared to hit me back up man i'm my whole persona is education and making sure people are happy and able to and able to squeeze in and do the things that they want to do within this lifestyle so uh, for those that aren't familiar with the term lifestyle, that's a group. That's a group word that it started as a swinger word, but it's really, it's really branched out into people use it as BDSM and polyamorous um, as well. So it's it's kind of all encompassing now. So that's what that's what I mean when I say lifestyle. Got you, got you. And um, you explained to me, but for those that might be curious, um, I see your logo right behind you, Beyond Lifestyles. So what is that three of the B and then the E that looks like an equal sign and all that? What does that symbolize, man? So so those three that I just mentioned, those are kind of like the the foundation or the or the three main pillars in the lifestyle, like I said. So uh, that's where I get the three from. And then the equal sign is uh, just equal rights for kink, your lifestyle, LGBTQT plus whatever it is that you like you know we don't we don't yuck your yum there it's a good place for you to come and and educate yourself or ask questions it should be a good safe place and if anybody there's a lot of people in that mofo so uh if anybody doesn't conform to those they're automatically out because we don't want those people in in the group so uh don't be afraid to come in there and ask hey my we get things in there like hey my partner's really wanting a three-way but i don't know if i'm ready yet what can i do to prepare myself or you know just any anything like that anything that you have questions of, this is the place i want you to be able to go and ask those questions and get a mentor and get somebody that can guide you in the right place because there's a lot of experience in the group i've flooded it with uh with professional lifestyle people mentors like myself that uh that give good sound advice okay so so basically what you're telling me it's a it's a healthy place for people to ask questions it's not a place where they're gonna feel embarrassed or or made fun of so to say or you know feel uncomfortable about the questions they may ask so this is a place to where there's almost not a question that you guys haven't heard yet pretty much exactly that's 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 the look i'm going for and then within that group there's different subgroups that you can home in on and get that answer to your question too so we have a we have a poly group and a bdsm group in there as well and then it's broken down any further because i have just so many people that it's hard to network with people in your local area so then we have chat groups that are in your local area that are uh 
that you're able to like talk to somebody close to you. Okay. And are, are those discreet or are those kind of, you know, how those nothing, chat groups work? Nothing. Like any other Facebook chat group, nothing nothing you put on the internet is ever going to be 100% secure. You know what I'm saying? So be discreet with, you know, your photos, stuff that you don't want to put out in the world. Just like any internet common sense type stuff. But uh, you, you mind in your business. Yeah, you, you, get, you get to you get to know the people in the group you start to feel more comfortable we only open it up so often we don't like flood it with new people all the time so once every three four months i might open it back up to get some new blood in there some circulation so so people start to get to chatting it up and meeting again but uh it's it's a place where you'll start to meet new people and get to know them and then we'll you know we'll introduce some people later Gosh, gosh. Okay, cool. Good to know, man. Good to know. Because I know some people are going to be curious. Um, they probably just didn't know who to ask, how to ask, where to find that person to ask, where to... Hell, it might be a couple out there that's just looking to do it, but just don't know where to do it, you know? Because right. I live in a smaller town. I'm here in Oklahoma on a military base here in Lawton, you know what I mean? And uh, it's a smaller town, three high schools, you know? It's not... You know, everybody kind of knows everybody. So, like, this type of... This type of city um if you are into that and you weren't really outgoing with it and for sure about yourself with it this would be a hard place to kind of start getting into that because you wouldn't it's kind of one of those cities where everybody knows everybody if you go to the store and you know if i know you or somebody i know seeing you at the store i'm gonna know you went to the store kind of you know I've i've been there so i've been in small town i move around a lot so i've been in small towns big towns uh i feel you and uh, to piggyback off what you're saying, man, like everybody starts somewhere. I'm not the same swinger or lifestyle person I was 15 years ago. You know what I'm saying? There's things that I do now that I never thought I'd do back then. So you just got to kind of get your toes dipped in, meet the right people and, and see, uh, see where it takes you, what you feel comfortable, what you do, what you don't want to do. Uh, and then communicate that with your partner. The biggest part about this is communication. And you got to realize there's always going to be somebody that's more ready than the other person. I've seen females more ready than the, than the dudes, or I've seen dudes more ready than the, the females that were trying to jump in there. And, and you know, and I can imagine that could cause that could cause some riff in the relationship. That could cause things like some jealousy or some unsureness. The biggest thing you got to, because society tells you you got to be monogamous with everything. Like, you're going to settle down with the girl. You're going to, you know, you're going to have your white picket fence. You're going to go to job. You're going to have your nine to five every day. And you're going to come home and you're supposed to be happy. I wasn't that dude. I was making money. I was, I had the family. I had everything, but I was miserable. My sex life was miserable. I came out, I felt like I was on a hamster wheel. And I fucking hated life. I'd sit my, go to work. I'd stay my ass at work. Come home sit in the driveway and be mm. like fuck I don't want to go inside and deal with this shit mm. so in yeah. that that turned me into a horrible husband and I okay. sat to reflect on that now and I'm like yo I was really bad if I would have been better if I'd have if I'd have if I'd have been a better husband if I'd have done dishes took care of the house did more with the kids paid more attention to the bills if I'd have been better maybe she would have been better right, but right right I wasn't sacrificing because I was miserable. I wasn't the right state of mind to do all that shit. And she wasn't going to do it because she wasn't being satisfied mentally or physically or anything. We were having sex, but it was so boring and monotonous. So, yeah, uh, you know, 
you got to. Yeah, because was it, was it the lack of communication? You being open to what you wanted to do? Or no. was it just you didn't give a fuck and you were just kind of living wrong, your own life? It was wrong communication. It was wrong because I'd tell her what I want, but it'd always be a problem. Like, hey, I, I told her I wanted to be in the lifestyle before I even knew what the word lifestyle was. We was, hey, I got married when I was 18. And I was like, yo, I want to have sex with other people. I want to engage and, and have, you know, three ways and meet new people and have fun. Like, yeah, yeah, I want to do that stuff too. That sounds really good. But then when you get and when it's thrown in your face, right, and I'm bringing right. people over, it's like, nah, I don't like her. I don't like him. They they too bougie. They they not bougie enough. So it was with, always something. Yeah, with your experience, so when that happens, um, most of the time, is that when the problem comes in? So, like, with the, the partner that doesn't bring in the extras, it normally has something to say. Like, if they, they kind of have that ammo already, right? Like, if they're kind of second-guessing it and they didn't choose who we're bringing in, is that kind of normally a big problem? Or does that fall back into the communication, obviously? It, yeah, it falls back into the communication. But um, it... The, the other beautiful thing, and I'll say beautiful, is that there are no rules and absolutes in this, right? So it's not always going to be a problem. But but yes, if if I'm the if I'm the only one constantly bringing somebody over, or I'm constantly looking and searching for somebody on my phone, the other half is gonna is gonna start feeling, um, you know, left out, or why am I not enough, or why that can't you start with me? all the things that kind of give me PTSD now, where <laughs> I hear that shit, it's like, oh, red flag, I got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. So, I mean, if, if I could ask, can we start from the beginning? I mean, how long have you been in this lifestyle, man? And what, what made you want to be such a significant part in it as far as like mentoring and sharing and, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people, I understand, I'm sure there's a lot of people that indulge in it, but not many people are open enough to like, kind of be a mentor like you speak about it speak about the good things about it and how like you said the, the what not to do's versus what to do you know what i mean like what really brought you to that like the first part is um and i kind of touched on it but i've been doing this for 13 14 years now um and the part that brought me into mentorship was really my writing and people writing me saying, hey, I really appreciate your book. I fell into this category. Uh, I really identified with this character. How did you overcome this? And I'm starting to give all this advice, like, yo, this is what I went through. And um, that created the group and that created the following. And then that created the mentorship and me meeting other people that were mentors and saying, hey, I got this. I'd like to bring you in on it. Um, now we've got, if I don't have the right answer, I feel like it's too deep. I've got the doctors and I've got the people next to me that, that I can point you to. So um, that that's what kind of brought me into that. Um, the other part of it is this this book. The book is called, we've already mentioned a couple of them, but the book is called Sex, Chicken, and Cocoa Butter. Sex, Chicken, and Cocoa Butter is the book. Yeah. And so I find it easiest to just Google it. There's only one Sex, Chicken, and Cocoa Butter, no matter where you put it in at. Right. You're going right. to be able to find me. Uh, but uh, in writing, in writing that, it kind of made me uh, as a secondary, uh, uh, a secondary collateral, I guess, is was becoming a mentor out of that because people reach out to you and say, "Hey, thank you for writing this." You, you know, automatically became one kind of when you wrote the book. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I and I enjoy the role. I like 
because I was so miserable, I don't want people to fall into the same place that I was. Right. I, I, I would do anything to avoid somebody sitting in their driveway contemplating, you know, I don't I don't want to go in and see this woman. I don't want to go in and deal with my kids. I don't want to go in and deal with the craziness that I had. I missed the hell out of my kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I'm, I'm, I'm up north and they're up down south now. But right. I'm, I'm so much happier not dealing with the drama that it was. And, I, and I'll tell you this. Uh, this isn't mentioned until my second book, which is coming out pretty soon. Our divorce wasn't really, it really didn't even end with the lifestyle stuff. It ended because uh, I had I had orders to Europe. Uh-huh. And I said, listen, you can go to, you can come to Europe with me. We'll start over, bring the kids with us. We'll, we'll be a family. We'll forget all this stuff because it was an easy out. We can leave all this shit in the past. Right, right, right. I was like, you got to sell the house because I can't afford three places to live. I got another house in South Carolina. I got to live in Spain or in Europe. And then uh, we got a house in Florida. I can't Ta- do it. Taxes are motherfucker, you know. So uh, she's like, nah, I'm not going there and I'm not selling the house. I'm like, well, I'm not about to pretend that I'm your husband and pay all your damn bills for three more years. Yeah. It ain't gonna uh, happen. So that's pretty much where that went down the toilet then, huh? So she she had a girlfriend. So I had I had I don't wanna say I turned her out, but I you know, we we both had a we had an open relationship almost. I had a girlfriend, she had a girlfriend, we tried to all come together. It was a beautiful thing for a little while, it didn't really work out in my favor. Uh, so she went her way, I went mine, and we tried to do like family day, but we were just kind of like parallel playing on our phones, waiting to go to our girlfriends, waiting to be happy again. Like, yeah. did I spend enough time here at home if I can go be happy? Right, right. Like, like coming to a work meeting and shit on your day yeah. off, like, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I feel it. That's some bullshit. So, uh, yeah, that's what really ended it was I had to leave and uh, she didn't want to come with me. She wanted to keep her little slice of happy and I wasn't with it. So, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, man, that's some experience right there, though, to say the I least. Right yeah, to <laughs> say the least. To say the least, man. That's some experience. So, um, yeah, I mean, I asked a, asked a question. I got a few more, but I'm going to jump to a female perspective. I got a couple of questions from. A female friend of mine. Um, I let her know that I was gonna be talking to you, let her know what what it's about, and you know, I'm trying to get different perspectives out here. You know what I mean? And um but one of the questions is when you meet or slash connect in the lifestyle, do you typically know the other participants or are most times they strangers? That's that is a it's a really good question um and the answer is it depends uh there's parties with you know 500 300 people there those are going to be strangers you meet up with them one day it could be as simple as you know you're chopping it up and then hey you guys want to go to the room yeah let's go or it could be you know you create those you create those um those relationships and you know people and i'm we're pretty open about being in it so uh, once once they know and they find us, they're you know we create those friendships or whatever. Right. So it's a mixture of both, to be honest with you. So I've had a lot of fun at parties. I've had a lot of sex with a lot of people, and um, I gotta tell you, I probably I couldn't name couldn't name names. 
I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, we don't want to name too many names. I, name I mean, I could name names. names if I wanted to. You know what I mean? So it's and that's, for, that, that's down the road, man. That's for the uh, you know, they gotta pay for them. They gotta pay for that access. You know what I'm saying? Down the road. Oh, so I got a couple more. So um, so how like so if you somebody like you compared to the average person in this lifestyle, how frequently are you engaging in the lifestyle? Just say, like, you know, you're in a your normal relationship, you live with your, your significant other. We're not even not counting that. Like, as far as social says, you, you once a week, how, twice how a week. How often do I do events? How often do I hold parties? It's probably a little different for me because I host events. <clears throat> Excuse me. I host events and I have to make appearances at other people's events and network and sell my book and, you know, make sure I show support to the people who supported me. So I might be a little high on the spectrum. Yeah. Um, I, for me, it's, it's almost an every weekend thing or every other weekend thing, but for normal like couples, I, I mostly see uh, people doing once a month, once every, you know, maybe once every three weeks or so like that. Okay. That's pretty, that's pretty standard. Okay. And that's normally, I'm guessing, that would be people, that would be couples, just kind of, uh, like I was, I was talking to someone earlier about it, and I was guessing, like, mo- a lot of people, do a lot of people do this? Like, a lot of the couples, are they doing it to keep the, the relationship healthy, to keep it, like, like, maybe not so much that they're both into that, but one or both made an agreement, like, hey, to keep our relationship healthy and to keep each other from uh, having the urge to step out or whatever is that is that um are the people coming to lifestyle for that reason if if they do i will say that it's not going to last long if that's not healthy it's not healthy if they're doing it for you know if you come with me i won't cheat on you if they're holding those like this for that options out there then it's, it's not it's not healthy relationship um, I, I will say people do do it like that but it's not It's the right way is to find somebody who wants to be able to grow with you and experience those things with you you're going to see I'll give you the audio book after this too because I got, I got some links for audio books and if you want to give it out to one of your people I'll give you two links so you can give it out to maybe do a contest or something and stuff. Sure, but, sure. I'm going to buy your book too though uh, so my situation happened was I was really interested in it. My wife wasn't. She uh, she got really competitive when I found a girlfriend. I found a girlfriend. I was like, yo, she's down. She's doing everything I wanted to do. She, I'm taking her to events. I'm having fun with her. I'm, I've really got my happy balance. Go ahead. When you say competitive, I mean to cut you off. Like, what exactly do you mean by when she got competitive? I'm about to tell you right now. I found my girl, and she, I was really super happy over here. My wifey was really, like, she was jealous. She was, uh, she knew I was stepping out. I, I basically told her. So she started setting up all these events. She started finding couples. She started finding girls. She started doing everything I wanted her to do a year ago. Now right. she's fucking doing it. Because spite, she kind of lose me, but she also don't want this new girl. You, we went through so much. She's like, you can have any girl in the world except for her. I don't want you to have her. So yeah. that that started all the competitiveness. But she was doing it for me. She was doing it to keep me happy. And so when I would do it, 
and she would see it, it would be a complete disaster. Wow, yeah, I can imagine. So we would we would go out to these events and she would do it to keep me happy or to keep me from not stepping out on her, but it, behind the scenes, it was a complete fucking, we were miserable. I was even more miserable, even though I'm doing everything I wanna do, it's not worth it because my partner isn't enjoying it with me. She's not wanting to participate so now I go home and I got three weeks of drama I got to deal with because I had sex with one other person. Yeah. And she allowed, she told me it was okay, but now she saw it and it's a whole other different fucking story. Yeah. It's kind of like so, ammo, man. It's kind of like hell ammo, you know? Like. So the the right way is, and this is, this is my advice for people that want to go to these events. Go see it for the first time, talk about it, and if you tell your husband that, or you tell your wife or your partner that, hey, it's okay for you to do that. And then if you start to feel uncomfortable, just you know, tap them on the shoulder, hey, let's go or something. Just leave, leave, talk about what you felt. I know I said it was all right, but I really, I was really uncomfortable when you did X, Y, and Z, or I was really, don't hold it against them, right? Just talk about it. Talk about what made you feel uncomfortable. Talk about, the, the whole atmosphere from A to Z, then come back stronger as a couple to another party. There's millions and millions of events out here. When you start to, when your partner starts to feel uneasy, just go. You don't, you don't have to stay there and put your partner through more drama and more problems. And because they're gonna have those mental images, they're gonna have, you know, it's, it's gonna be a whole different thing. Right, right. So, yeah, so like, so when you say there's different ones, so like, Quote unquote, there's different levels. There's some that kind of like absolutely are for beginners, and there's some that you wouldn't recommend for people that for the first time and stuff like that. There, there, there are different parties. If you, if you go to a, there's like paid parties or like we call them almost rent parties. If somebody's throwing a party at their house and they charge you, you know, fifty to hundred dollars to get into their to their house, they trying to pay a bill or something, right? right. Those parties normally have more drama because they're not being vetted very carefully this is kind of like a this is kind of like a one come one come all uh as long as you pay no money at the door you can come in and fucking do your thing which has its place i would say it has its place especially for the beginners because they need they don't know nobody right so they they come they pay their money they meet they network they might meet some good people but the chances of drama being there are more because they are new people there they're not gonna they're not gonna um know their limits or whatever we've had people fight we've had yeah, you know they, lose. they react the wrong way they, they yeah they lose it i can imagine so there's those there's you know normal house parties where it's just some friends getting together which is most of most of my events um and then there's you know trip of there's lifestyle or resorts there's god there's, so, there's i'm sure you guys do like part i mean birthday parties and stuff like that so like oh, you can't tell me shit on my birthday bro yeah and stuff like that as a birthday i can just extravagant huh you can't tell Max shit on his motherfucking uh, birthday. I can imagine, man. I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. So you guys don't, I mean, parties for pretty much all the events. I mean, New Year's, stuff like that. I mean, there's always. So last New Year's, I, uh, I had a dentist office in Times Square. And 
we was fucking in the dentist office. We was, uh, we, we had, we fucked all <laughs> the years. We, uh, Damn. But, I mean, if you saw Times Square was damn near shut down, man. Yeah. We had, we had, you know, police access into the building and everything. We was right there. We could have reached out and touched the ball and shit. It was awesome. Yeah. Sounds dope. So you guys pretty, you keep it pretty professional. You guys have security and somewhat something to say or everybody's pretty much familiar most of the time. So it's... It, it depends on the party. I've had some, I've had security at my parties before. This was when I was hosting in Jacksonville. Uh, I'm up here. I'm up north now a little bit in the New Jersey, New York, Philly area. Um, my parties here have been pretty low key as I'm, I'm still pretty new up here. So uh, there's been some friends that I've had. I haven't ne- had a need for security, but those parties where it's like come one, come all events, uh, I do have security in there because I can't be everywhere. So, man, yes. Yeah. So to kind of wrap this back around for, you know, just to get maybe the top three questions and you maybe already answered, but just a short, you know, rerun through. Like, so as you were just saying about the different type of parties. So if I'm a first time person, hey, I'm trying to, I haven't even brought it up to my girl yet. Do I go behind her back and go check it out on my own? Do I risk, do I ask you how do I talk to her and then talk to her? Or do I just talk to her on my own? What, what do you suggest? a man do if he's curious about it but doesn't know how to bring it to his girl or yeah. find out about it. I would tell you anything that happens in the dark comes to light. Anything that you're doing, if you, if you ever go to an event by yourself without telling your old lady, she gonna know whether she got a, she got that time stamp on your ass. Hmm. Alright? Don't do that. Don't lie to her because that's, then it's not your partner no more. Now it's just somebody you're cheating with, all right? So you want a partner in this. You want somebody that is going to grow with you and be like, hey. And if you're going to talk to them, you don't have to throw out the, hey, this is a big fuck party. Like, everybody's going to be fuck Because 90% of the time, not everybody's fucking all the damn time. This is a, this is a normal party with adult activities, all right? So we, gotcha. we're dancing. We're having a good time. Uh, there might be somebody naked in the house. It's, it's, it's just a normal thing. So you can go and not do nothing. Be like, hey, baby, I just want to go and see what it's about. We don't just have enjoy to enjoy the environment, so to say. Yeah, I just want to enjoy the environment, meet the people, see if it's something that we're into, and just get your toes wet. Just don't yeah. throw it on them like, hey, we're going to go and we're going to fuck all these people. It's going to be a huge orgy. Cause nine times out of ten, it's not how it is. Now, I've been to those, and it's a great fucking time. But I'm, but I, but I've had that communication, and my old lady knows what the deal is. You know what I'm saying? See, I would imagine. So you wouldn't recommend somebody going for their first time to go to an all-out orgy party, right? Or you don't know. You don't ever know when that's going to be. That could be. It could could be a slow night, or it could be an all-out orgy. Yeah. And you, you don't know what it's going to be. It depends on the people. It depends on the the groups that are there, um, and how many how many people already know each other. You never know, but um, most of the parties that you'll go to will be a social event with adult activities going on. Uh, the hotel takeovers, most things happen behind closed doors. Okay. So there's outdoors that are open, but you network with people, you talk to people, you bring people in that, hey, we're gonna meet in this room at this time or whatever. Um, so hotel takeovers are a lot of fun. 
but just a lot of networking and talking that goes on beforehand downstairs in the in the what is it, the event area or whatever they got. Yeah, like the lobby or whatnot. Yeah. yeah. So you gotta kinda be in the know. Is it so that way it's not just anybody coming in and out. You gotta kinda get a some code word or something. Some doors are open. They some people leave the doors open. You can come and go as you please. They'll have like the you know, the fourth floor is a all door open floor or something. You oh, come okay. and go as you please. But my advice is to talk to your partner. Don't sell it as an orgy fest. Sell it as a, I want to go and experience the vibe. I want to, I want to, you know, just see what it's about, meet new people. Um, and that is the, the best way I would try to sell it to somebody. Word up, man. Word up. Yeah. Well, shit. Same thing with a female, pretty much. I mean, it goes both ways, huh? It goes both ways. Uh, but I mean, it has to be a Take different. It a lot if the girls want to do it, the dudes take it a lot harder. Uh, I was going to say that. It has to be a different dynamic when a woman comes to the man with it. No dude likes to see their woman being ran. I want to say no dude because I've been doing this long enough where there's a lot of dudes that do. Uh, yeah. But most monogamous type relationships, no guy wants to see his old lady ran through because they, they think of... Because society tells you, you know, if, some, if you fuck a whole bunch of girls then you the motherfucking man. But if she fucks a whole bunch of dudes, then she's a fucking hoe. Yeah. So you got to kind of get over that stigma and know that you have to get enjoyment knowing that your old lady's happy. She yeah, has to do the same thing. She has to know that she's allowing you to get pleased by those other people. Your happiness is because I'm allowing it. Your happiness is because I'm here with you and we're doing this together. So you've kind of got to build that mind frame of, of just be, if she's having sex over there, she's enjoying it. Good for her. Go, baby. Get it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You got you to gotta be in that mind frame of having a good time. She's happy. I'm happy. I'm over here doing my thing. She's doing her thing. It's just, but that's, it's not automatically going to come. That's why you got to kind of dip your toes in and, and figure out where you, where you fit in. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> for sure, man. Um, that's pretty much the questions. I mean, I had. You didn't man. know this podcast was gonna go this way, did you, man? No, I did not at all, man. But I need, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's it's much needed, man. Like I said, man, we got to set some stuff up, man, because you know we can we can we can set up some stuff, man. We'll 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 talk on the on the behind stage, you know, and uh, we'll set some stuff up for sure, man. So what 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 you want to plug, Mac? What you what you want some people to hear, man? Before we get off of here, um. Like I'm saying we got the book out. Uh, let us know where to find you at, where to get the book, all that type of stuff, man. The book is probably the most, uh, it's, that's the start to my intro into the lifestyle. And it's, it is not a, it's not a how-to book. It's a how-not-to book because I made a lot of mistakes and I ruined a lot of people's, I don't want to say ruined a lot of people's lives, but I ruined, I touched a lot of people in the wrong fucking way. Because yeah. I was more concerned with my own happiness, and right. uh, I, can, I can look back and, and see what a what an idiot I was. So, sex, chicken, and cocoa butter—it's easier to find it on Google. Just search it. Um, there's the audio book, there's the ebook, and the paperback book. So, if you don't like to read, you can just listen to it. Uh, we're on Instagram, just Beyond Dot Lifestyles, and our Facebook group is uh, Groups Beyond Dot Lifestyles as well, or Beyond Lifestyles. So those are the those are the most important things. Um, 
if you if you're interested or if you just want to reach out to somebody to get some get some mentorship or education to have more questions specifically about that for sure for sure man i'll, I'll put the links in this when, when, we, when we post it and everything so people can you know what i'm saying get in touch with you if they need to so that way they can let themselves be free and be who they are you know what i mean and figure out how to do it you know and uh so so when, when we're gonna get the mac back on the island again man talk to me get the mac on the way get back on the island man the red ape island that's my podcast so when we gonna get the mac back on the island man Oh yes, set me back up, man. I'm shit. I'm doing it tomorrow. If you want to come with a whole list of new questions, I got you. Yeah, man. I got man. Ain't enough questions. Yeah, I'm telling you, ain't enough questions. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see you again, man. Soon, tomorrow, and the next day, the next day, maybe. But for sure, man. So beyond lifestyles and island, man. We'll co- we'll fucking our co-hosts. Yeah, absolutely, man. We're gonna get it done. Good talking to you, Mac. This has been legendary. We're gonna have to do it again. Keep doing it, baby. Mahalachi. You good. All right, peace. Ooh, ooh, ah. Well, with all that being said, until we meet again, my beautiful friends, I appreciate y'all for tapping in with me on the Red Ape Island. So, uh, Stay real, stay love, stay true. Because that's what the island is about, baby, and the island is all about you. All right, now, y'all, y'all stay safe. Hey, don't forget to stay dangerous. Because if you can't be dangerous, you only pray to those who are. Can you dig it? One love, fam. <laughs>